How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Nicholas Wapshot, one of my favorite guests, international editor of Newsweek and an author. His newest book is entitled The Sphinx, Franklin Roosevelt, The Isolationist, and The Road to World War II. His book is available at www.norton.com forward slash books as well as Amazon. More than a pleasure to have back on the program our buddy Nicholas Wapshot. Nicholas, how are you, my friend? Very well, Lizzie. I've missed you. I haven't spoken to you for quite a while now. No, I know. I know. I thought we were, we're not broken up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing someone else, I know. No, I'm not. I'm not. I swear. I'm not. No, it's called it was vacation time in between. Uh-huh. Uh, guys, get him back on the regular circuit, okay? <laughs> uh, and unlike people who tell me that and lie to me <clears throat> on TV, I mean it. Uh, let. I am very depressed today. Uh, the um, Hillary uh, sticker that I have on the back of my car is coming up at the edges. I fear my son is just trying to peel off a sticker because kids like doing that. And somebody at Fox, who is a Democrat, actually, yes, there are Democrats that work at Fox, uh, said to me, Leslie, you trying to peel that, to take that Hillary sticker off to put a Joe Biden sticker on the back of your car? And I was like, oh, no, don't say that to me. Don't do that to me. Uh, but let's talk about the latest poll. Trump goes up. Hillary goes down. Joe Biden goes up. Let's make some uh, sense of it. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, and let's talk about Trump first even to get him out of the way. But um, Trump, he continues to have a lead. But where does he have this lead? Let's talk about this, because this guy is, has more unfavorable or, uh, you know, higher unfavorable uh, ratings than he does favorable technically, doesn't he? Uh, that's true, yeah. But, I mean, the people people who don't hold him favorably are the people who are never going to vote for him anyway. The people he has are passionate about him. They love him. And what's more, if you can, I haven't actually seen the poll myself, but if you believe Mr. Trump himself in his press conference yesterday, he's sort of ahead in every category that you like to name. It's completely across the board. But he has, you know, whatever it is, it's sort of... 20, a quarter of the vote or something in the Republicans, which is an extraordinary achievement. And it's going to be, whatever happens to Trump, and let's hope he's not just, for, I mean, for our sakes, because he's such an entertainment, uh, but let's assume that he's not just a sort of summer, uh, you know, end of the pier act or something just here to keep us amused until the really serious stuff gets going. When he's gone, if he goes, uh, what a, an act to follow. I mean, all the others look so horribly dreary compared to this extraordinary sort of bundle of... And, and it, it, give him his due. I mean, what, how old is he? Is he in his mid-60s, is he? He's doing well, I think. It's, uh, I'm, I'm most impressed, I must say. Are these love-him-in-the-poll numbers going to transcend to votes? Could Donald Trump actually be the Republican nominee? Because everybody... I say I fear this, and a lot of people tell me I'm smoking crack. We're going to take a break, Nicholas. We'll let you answer that. After I take a crack smoking break, uh, Nicholas Wapshot is our guest, international editor of Newsweek, great author of great books. Go to his uh, Twitter feed uh, there at N Wapshot. Follow him at N W A P S H O T T on Newsweek.com. Check out his great writings and editing. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at eight 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 six Leslie.
Leslie Marshall. You know, if you eat too much and eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, that can give you an upset stomach. Experts say that nearly all of us eventually are going to develop some sort of digestive problems because as we get older, our stomach produces less of those enzymes that are needed in our stomach to break down food. So what do I do when I have that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling? I take a gutsy, chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement, and best of all, 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by a buddy of mine, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He's a gastroenterologist and a dentist. He blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health as well. What happens when you put all those things together? Well, your body has a boost, and it boosts our natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten-free, lactose-free. They come in citrus and wildberry flavors. So when you, like me, get that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling, take a Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better, and it is better for your health. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879, GutsyProducts.com. Well, a gutsy guy that I have on the program, I like him very much, and I know you do as well, is Mr. Nicholas Wapshot. Nicholas, from your gut now. I have to say, how many hours am I going to say gut? Uh, thanks for holding, buddy. Welcome back. Um, are these um, admirers of Trump in the polls and that show up at these rallies going to actually translate uh, to votes uh, in, in the primary and then perhaps in the general election? Well, it's true to say that uh, all the polling suggests these are people who have never in the past shown any interest at all in voting in a primary. And, of course, a lot of them aren't even Republican. Uh, well, I suppose you could say the Trump isn't a Republican, but they're not Republican-registered primary voters. Uh, he's drawing big crowds, and people are going along to see him whether they vote um, Democrat or Republican. And at the moment, I would thought that, uh, I mean, he's a summer fling. I mean, it's a long, long road before we get to the election in November of next year. Uh, so if a pollster calls up and says, uh, would you be interested in voting for either Hillary Clinton or New York uh, or Donald Trump, you think, yeah, why not? Hey, it's, you know, it's, it's August. It's, uh, and no one, it's not as if you're actually voting for him. So I think there is a certain sort of flirtation going on. Uh, but will it, they actually turn out on primary night? They probably don't even know that there is a primary. They won't know it. They, they won't be, you know, informed enough about it to do it. So uh, the thing is about Trump, he has no organization. I mean, this is a great poll figures, but just there, there are no sort of Trump organizations popping up in state after state after state as if you were going to actually run a real campaign. And that's where he's going to run into trouble. And I, I mean, he can skim along at the moment, uh, it's, and it's not costing him very much money either, uh, purely on, you know, the, just the novelty appeal. But how long you can keep it up, I'm not sure. And people will bore with him, you know. I mean, it, it, it's a television, live television is a very debilitating process, and I think that it may well poll, you know. Uh, if we have too much Trump too often, uh, how many weeks can you put up with it? At least, you know, uh, when he was... Uh, on The Apprentice, you know, he had 13 weeks or whatever it was in a row. That was a, you could max out on that. Maybe 13 weeks would be enough for this Trump uh, season. It'd be interesting to see. So, you know, we have seen though people come out before that haven't, uh, you know, normally voted or historically voted. African Americans and the youth, especially for uh, Barack Obama. Uh, I think uh, if Hillary gets uh, the nomination or even maybe, you know, if she doesn't get the you know nomination or who knows what will happen in the primary, I think we might see more women come out, uh, not just Hillary, but, you know, maybe to support women, um, you know, if they want to come out to vote for Carly Fiorina on the right, as an example. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'm just wondering, you know, I, I got to say this guy scares me. I, I hate to admit that. 
And um, I fear that he could get some people out there who don't normally vote in a primary or don't normally vote at all. I think they're probably – if you look at the, the people in the audiences, they, uh, they're a huge stadium full. I mean, you did very well to fill it, though it actually is a very small number of people, if you think about it. The, uh, but if you look at the, who they are, they, I, they don't seem to me committed in the same way. Compare them to, for instance, a very similar sort of people, disenchanted and irritated with the system, which is Bernie Sanders' supporters. Now, they would be organized enough to work out when the Democratic primary was, and they probably would go and vote for Bernie Sanders. So in that sense, Sanders got much greater chance of getting people who've got fed up with politics in the last uh, you know, 15 years or so. Uh, there at least is something for them. With with Trump, I, I just don't think there's the intent there yet. He, um, well, let's see. I mean, you know, it, it's a very long uh, hoe to follow. And uh, I guess the others, as they start dropping off one by one, because they're going to start running out of money soon, uh, as they always do, and then it'll see, be interesting to see how their old support divides, whether it goes towards Trump or whether it goes towards somebody safer like Jeb Bush uh, or Rubio of the outside, I suppose. But at the moment, of course, in Florida, Trump is beating both Bush and Marco Rubio. So uh, you're right. Should we be frightened of him? Uh, calm down. It's summer. It's summer. You know, let's, uh, let's talk again in November with the 12 months away from the election and see where Trump is by then. I think that uh, his, it would be uh, certainly historically uh, it would be suggested that such a sort of a great talent across the sky burns itself out relatively quickly. Um, really? So, so that, w- that would be your bet. How does Trump fare against Clinton and, and Biden based on the poll today? Um, I, I saw that the numbers I saw today were that Biden was doing better against Republicans than Clinton, although she you know, may have slipped. She still does have a substantial lead over Bernie Sanders, who has increased. And, uh, you know, uh, that lead is uh, not as wide as it used to be between Clinton and Sanders. Is this to be expected with time? Like you said, it's summer. And, you know, as we go forward month by month, or is uh, is Clinton really being hurt by the possibility of Joe Biden running uh, the appeal for some of Bernie Sanders and the dents in her armor from that email scandal? I don't believe, first of all, that Joe Biden is actually going to run. I was uh, went out to dinner uh, quite recently with some nice Upper West Side liberal Democrat donors to Biden the last time around. And I said, well, what, you, what about Joe Biden this time? They said, no, absolutely not. The thing is buttoned up and it's Hillary's and, you know, he, he wouldn't make himself popular by sticking his nose in at this stage, you know. But wait, 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 Um, let me interrupt, Nicola. What about people that say, even though it would seem, and a lot of people say, that unlike the president and Hillary, who they definitely have some bad blood, the Clintons, both her and her husband uh, with the president, uh, that Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden has a very long and good relationship with her husband. Uh, She and Joe Biden have a mutual respect and admiration for one another have worked well and closely with each other, not just when she was Secretary of State, also when she was a senator, and that the bottom line is they don't want to leave anything to chance, they, the powers that be on the left, that a Republican would take over the White House from President Barack Obama. So even though they love Hillary, they see these numbers slipping, they see or hear more of a cry and a demand for Biden They get worried with Bernie Sanders' numbers coming up because I think everyone, including Bernie, knows he can't win a 
general election, being the you know far left socialist that he is, love the guy, but that is not going to go over in a general election with two parties the way you know we have the electorate broken down uh, in our nation. Um, so even though it was no, 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 now when you have him coming up in the polls and he hasn't even announced, I know you said you don't think he's going to run, but does he run if enough Democrats, including the president, urge him to because they fear that there's a possibility Democrats could lose it with Hillary uh, on that podium? I, again, I think it's sort of summer jitters. This is just like a summer cold or something. <laughs> the, it, Hillary's on her way, and that's that. I mean, she's buttoned up everybody. She's been this. Hey, D-Day was not as well planned as this event. She she has everybody sewn up. Uh, there's no senior Democratic figure who will not say that actually they're for Hillary. She's got it. What will really? happen Bernie Sanders, I guess, is that they will push onto her agenda, and she'll have to swallow some of it, and she can represent it. Uh, she will be very good at that. A little more egalitarian stuff, a little more... You know, well, well, wait, wait, okay, but what are your Upper West Side, you know, check writing pals who, if they want to adopt yeah. me, Nicholas, I will give you uh, my address <laughs> and phone number. But, uh, it, 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 you know, what, why was Joe Biden meeting with Elizabeth Warren? I mean, this was, you know what I mean? Come on. I, I, I mean, wasn't he looking at it, considering it? I mean, he's had a very, very tough year, as Hillary even alluded to, losing his son, like she said. And I thought it was very heartfelt what she said. Um, but this is a guy who's who's wanted to be president, and we all know that. Yes, but it's, I think his time's been and gone, you know. I mean, he's even older than Hillary. It, I, can't, I just cannot see it. It's, uh, maybe we'll be proved wrong. He has got no – talk about Trump having no organization. Joe Biden has got yeah. no organization and no and, and, and one thing, like you say, Cl- I mean, Hillary Clinton has a machine. I mean, she doesn't just have the money and the contacts. Yeah. She how, – how do you catch up? Because he said he'll make his announcement Impossible. by the end of the summer. How do you catch up – uh, in a couple of months, uh, somebody that's been planning this for years. It's impossible. No, 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 she's, she's miles ahead. There would have now, to now, now talk to me about, when you say miles ahead, talk to me about okay. the miles ahead she was from Bernie and she isn't now. It, it, should that be a concern of hers, or is this to be expected because, uh, you, know, he, you know, he's out there and the media is finally dis- deciding to show up at his events? Yeah, he's enjoying the sort of thing. Uh, that Trump's enjoying on a, just on a minor scale because he's a more rational person. So he's not quite as newsworthy. And uh, what's more, there's no uh, coverage. I mean, you know, we actually listen to what Trump's saying, trying to make some sense of what is mostly very slight uh, sort of bar table gossip sort of uh, politi- politics, isn't it? I mean, it's not real in that sense. But Bernie Sanders, I can't think that anyone has really reported the message that he's peddling, which I, I suspect, and I must say I haven't looked into it either, is a, a straight sort of socialistic message, and that is we ought to be more like Western Europe or more like the U.K. <laughs> I never, you know, is he saying that? Who knows? I know, but they're getting something out of it. He's angry, and they're angry, and I think it's really to do with the inequalities, the, the, the lack of breakthrough for the middle class, who've uh, really... They've, uh, they have made very little progress in the last 10 years, and I, and I think they would hope for better than that. And these are baby boomers. Uh, he has, attracts a very old crowd, but they're people who have ideals at the back of their, you know, heads. And uh, I think they sense that, you know, 
we should be in our golden years, and actually the economy has been very rough on us at a time, you know, in that last few decade, you know, in that last decade, when they would be in a good position. And that seems to be the sort of white-haired people who are, you know, rooting for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. As I say, in the end, they'll fold happily into Hillary, and Hillary will come up with some, you know, uh, some sort of fair deal or something uh-huh. for exactly the sort of people who want whatever Bernie Sanders is peddling. Well, well, let's talk. But let's talk about the, the, this poll, okay? She mm. has, she is. Slipping. I know it's summer, okay, but she is she is slipping, and that that does concern me. Um, it should concern her. Um, Vice President Joe Biden fares better than she against Republicans. Now, this is just obviously, like you say, summer. It's also just one poll, and the first that has shown this. Um, what would you say if this seems to be, um, if if we see repeats of this in in polls going forward over the next few months, if she continues to slip, and Biden not even announcing his faring. Uh, at least percentage-wise, better against the Republicans, according to polls? I think it would have to be a precipitous decline, quite honestly. And I think that Clinton's got a lot of support in the bank. This number actually can't slip below a certain sort of solid figure. Heaven knows what it is. The absolute Clinton-come-what-may people. But there are quite a lot of those people, because they worked out a long time ago that actually Hillary seemed to be the best available person, and no one seems to have come up and challenged her. And they see in her a sort of uh, a, a secure leader, a strong leader in many respects. She certainly has uh, a, a will of her own. Uh, you, it, there's a, a certain sort of twofer about it. That people have mixed feelings about Bill Clinton, but there's also a, a, quite a strong affection for Bill Clinton still, and uh, they wouldn't mind that. The, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, Nicholas. Sorry. Uh, the greatest threat, I think, in a way, is actually the, one of those sort of self-fulfilling prophecies which you hear from conservative uh, commentators, and they suggest that, uh, you know, Benghazi and the email scandal... Uh, if you really want the Clintons, you know, and all those old scandals that we lied to you before about, you're going to get them all over again, which is, I think, that sort of they, they're looking for, they're setting Hillary at, at a, such a high standard that, uh, that I think that it, it's almost self-defeating. I Benghazi, to me, is not a real issue, and I haven't heard it even mentioned even on Fox for months now. The email scandal is so tedious and incomprehensible, and it turns out to be something that lots of people have done in their time because they don't want. True, but unfortunately, it has seen. It do, there does seem to be a correlation between the more they report, not just Fox, anywhere else uh, on the email scandal, the more that it dings uh, Hillary. I want to go back to Trump and what you said regarding registered voters. Um, in this poll. He uh, leads the other 16 Republican candidates with 28% support among registered voters nationwide, and that's up 20% from uh, a survey very similar by Quinnipiac uh, on July 30th. Question, is that, I know it's summer, what kind of a number is that, 28%, so that people understand uh, at this point in the game among registered voters on a national level and an increase of 20% in less than a month. Yeah, but you've got to look at this. So, First of all, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And if it had been a sprint, then he would be the presidential candidate already. Okay. So this is a long haul. He enjoys, unlike most of those other immensely gray people that are putting themselves forward for the GOP this time, he is a colorful, highly uh, amusing, uh, natural television presence who also happens to have 
a well-established fame in his own right for being a celebrity. So the advantage of that has given him one in three of the Republican registered voters. I guess that's about what you'd expect, isn't it? I mean, does anybody really know Scott Walker? Stop people on the street. Do they know Scott Walker? They couldn't tell you what it, out of a lineup. They couldn't. Tell I, you I don't under, I don't understand how Dr. Ben Carson's doing so well. <laughs> well, he does stand out from the rest of them for one obvious reason. That right. is, he's smart. <laughs> he's smart, and okay. he thinks about his answers. All right. Now, before we let you go, we have Leslie, very, very quick. What about this loyalty oath the GOP has taken aimed at Donald Trump? Think it's going to backfire? It could easily backfire, couldn't it? And that would serve Fox right. Because, you know, Trump had a point about the Fox questioning. It was immensely pointed. And all of the questions, including that opening blast, was aimed purely at him because they knew only one person, Trump, would have put his actually hand up and be honest about saying, Hey, if I don't go the Republican way, I can go a third way. That'll show you. And that's what was on his mind. And I, as a Democrat, certainly, I, as a Democrat, certainly hope he does that. He picks up his blocks <laughs> and he goes independent. Uh, Absolutely. Th- thank you, Nicholas. We love you. Nicholas Wapshot, international editor of Newsweek, author. His latest book is The Sphinx, Franklin Roosevelt, The Isolationist, and The Road to World War II. You can get his book, like I said, at Amazon.com. You can also get his book... You can also get his book at www.norton.com forward slash books. Uh, On the website, go to newsweek.com, read his great writings and those that he edits as well. And on Twitter, follow him there at nwapshot.